With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Welcome back. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to AWOD Radio. What up, what up, what up? How are you doing today here on a Thursday, April 27th? We're also the home for Washington Nationals baseball. You can hear the play-by-play right here on the fan as the Nats got a win last night over the Mets, 4-1. to They've now won uh, two straight, and they can sweep the series against the Mets tonight. Uh, with a win, 7-10 will be your first pitch with Trevor Williams on the mound. The Nats are still last in the NL East, though, but they are playing some better baseball as of late. Current record, 9-14 and on the season. Joining me right now, do a little Major League Chew here on AWOD Radio. We are joined by Brett Boone, host of the Brett Boone Podcast, an Odyssey original. Yes, you can find it on the Odyssey app, featuring the most Notable names in the MLB and all around sports world every week. Uh, so very happy to welcome in Brett Boone right now on the Hadid Mercer Rug Cleaning Hotline. What's going on, Brett? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. So let me start with a softball question for you here. I'm sure you're asked this that. all the all the time now. How do you like the new MLB rules that they've implemented, and is it changing your viewing experience at all? Well, I'll tell you, I. I'm kind of, you know, I'm a purist when it comes to baseball. I like little change is, is best. When I heard the rules over the offseason, my first thought was, you know, as players, we take a lot of pride in being the only major sports that we're not, uh, we don't have to be beholden to a clock. Right. And all of a sudden we are. So my first instinct was, no, I don't like this, but I'm going to have an open mind about it. As spring training went on, there was going to be some stuff. I still think there's going to be some tweaks that are going to have to be worked out when it comes to the pitch clock. But I'll tell you, the managers I've talked to, the players I've talked to, they like it. And now being on this side of the ledger, being being in the media, man, if I've got to watch some games or I've got a show coming up where I kind of have to, you know, watch the watch the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Braves all in the same day. Man, it, it's a lot quicker to get through that DVR. So I'm kind of liking it as a viewer. It's crisper. I think as a result, uh, 
there's some things that are kind of making making people steal bases again. The the two throwover rule. I think it's a major advantage for an elite base stealer, but I think it's going to entice them to steal more bases, add some more action. I think as a result of having to get in the box uh, at the eight second mark and engage. I think just organically you're going to see more balls put in play with the shift not being as extreme as it as it used to be. I think you were you were punished for putting a ball in play on the ground weekly. Now I think putting the ball in play on the ground you're going to get rewarded and get more base hits. So I think after after my skepticism <laughs> this off season, I think uh, I, I have a more positive view of it, and and I think uh, I think it's good for the game. Yeah. No, Overall. look, I'm I'm with you, though, originally. I, I don't like change. I rarely change my underpants, you know. Uh, but it, it's one of those things here where it's completely changing the game. Like, the Junkies did an interview uh, yesterday that blew my mind that first-run scoring is way up this year. In fact, there were a couple sports gamblers, one Neil Greenberg that came on the show. He was 33-5, and five, and yes, there would be a run scored in the first runs. Uh, so it is just completely changing the scoring of baseball. Yeah, without a doubt, without a doubt. Like I said, I think organically, because as a hitter, okay, you went through spring training, you were working out the kinks, you're not used to having to do certain things, but all, all of a sudden as a hitter, boom, I've got to be in the box, I've got to be engaged. And and I think just naturally because of that, you're in, you're in swing mode early. Mm-hmm. So I think you're going to see a lot more balls put in play earlier in the count as a result strikeouts we'll have to see as the season goes on statistically how that comes out but it's just a crisper game I mean I'll come home the game starts at two uh, it's 2 30 and it's the fourth inning already usually <laughs> we're in the you know we're in the top of the second so right. it, it is a swifter game I think some things are going to have to be measured out I think in the long run no fan wants to see no matter who your team is the home team the away team nobody wants to see a game decided on a ball four, a pitch violation. So I think as time goes on, I, I think those will be worked out. I think if you get into a postseason situation, eight inning bases loaded, game six, uh, you can't get on – the pitcher can't get on board with his catcher. You know, I, I don't know. What do they do for that? Maybe they – maybe in the postseason you turn the clock off from the seventh inning on when it's crunch time. I don't know. Something's going to have to be worked out. The one thing I'm noticing uh, that I don't like – as a hitter, first of all, I don't like pitchers to begin with. But I, I, I sense them having a bit of an advantage at the eight-second mark. The hitter has to get in the box and be engaged with the pitcher at the eight-second mark. But the pitcher doesn't have to do anything. He doesn't have to throw the pitch until the one-second mark. I think that gives a little bit of an advantage to the pitcher. Because when the pitcher would stall, take his time, and pass, I can call time and step out of the box anytime I want if I think he's holding the ball on me. At this stage, you don't have a timeout, and you're kind of at the pitcher's uh, at his mercy as far as that eight, so he can kind of play games with you. I don't know. It, it seems like it's a little bit of an unfair advantage to the pitcher. I don't think it's that big of a deal, but if I'm going to parse things and really get critical about it, yeah, I'd like to see that more balanced uh, as far as who has the advantage, pitcher or the hitter. It's Brett Boone with us on the Hadid Mercer Rug King Hotline, former MLB second baseman, three-time All-Star, four-time Gold Glove winner, two-time Silver Slugger Award, a true legend, and also the host of the Brett Boone Podcast. It's an Odyssey original, downloaded today on the Odyssey app. Uh, so let me ask you this. Who's your favorite player in the big leagues to watch right now? 
Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Favorite player to watch. You know, I try not to have a favorite guy, but there are certain guys that you lean to. You like, well, I love, and he just came back, uh, just the total package, because I think he's the closest thing we've seen to an Alex Rodriguez, and that's uh, Tatis Jr. Yeah. He's he's off to a slow start, obviously, missed the season. I like watching him play, just because of the athleticism, the all but I'd say on a daily basis, the guy I think brings the most to the table. Let's let's put Otani in his own world. Otani is a, is a different something we've never seen. I thought in my, in in my days on this earth, I'd never see something like that. <laughs> I never thought you could have a two way star, uh, not only doing it at the highest level as a pitcher and a hitter, hitter, but doing it at the highest level at the highest level. And what, what I mean is he's a top 10 pitcher and a top 10 hitter. I never thought we'd see that. If you saw a seven-hole hitter that contributed to the team and maybe a back of the end or, or the end of the rotation, fourth or fifth starter, okay, maybe in our lifetime we'd see that. But, but to see a guy doing it at an all-star level both sides blows my mind on a daily basis. All that aside, uh, I love watching Trey Turner. Uh-huh. Trey Turner is the most complete player i think he gives you a little bit of power he's a 20 plus home run power guy hits for average gets on base and he's really uh the complete base runner you know base running to me is a big part of the game and it's not necessarily just how many bases do you steal but how do you run the bases you go first to third you score from first on a double consistently i think trey's the 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 complete package so I, i i like playing i like watching him also, I'm kind of biased to the middle infield. Shortstop's to me, right? Best athlete on the field at all times. I was a shortstop my whole life till I got to the to professional baseball, and I had to move over to second base. So I had the highest regard for that for that shortstop position from a defensive perspective. So Trey Turner, I loved him, and so you brought him up. I've got to follow up on that. The Washington Nationals. What is, what is your view on how quickly this club fell off from World Series champions to now they're barely winning over 55 games? Yeah, and in the modern day, you know, we've seen that a lot. You see the turnover, and they were at the top of the mountain. I think they won the World Series in 2019. Yep. And uh, the guys, you know, Rendon, huge part of that team. He's gone to the Angels. Really haven't seen him play since. He's been he's been plagued by injury. Uh, Bryce Harper, obviously, he was the poster poster boy for that Washington Nationals uh, uh, franchise. Gone. Uh, Scherzer, gone. Schwarber gone uh it's just i don't know kind of a fall from grace ownership uh the owner of the nationals passed away recently who knows what they're doing over there they're re they're revamping they got a lot of prospects with those high profile guys that have moved on you got a hot a lot of prospects in return uh let's see how that shakes out in the next year or so but um I don't know. I don't know. There hasn't been a lot to cheer about in Washington uh, the last couple of years. And for the immediate and near future, I don't see that there's going to be a lot to cheer about in Washington in the short term. We'll yeah. see about the long term. 
Yeah, no, they they botched it a few ways. I mean, they paid Strasburg all that money, paid Patrick Corbin all that money, and neither of those guys yeah. are doing anything now. And Trey Turner, that's the biggest mistake because, you know, he, I thought he could have been our shortstop for the next uh, 10 seasons, and you had to try to work out a deal with him. Didn't work. Lastly, the biggest story in baseball over the last few weeks, the Athletics buying land in Vegas. Are you sad that the A's seem to be leaving Oakland? I'm not sad. Uh, Oakland... I'll tell you, Oakland, I loved hitting there. It is the worst <laughs> ballpark in baseball, and I think players will tell you that. But as a hitter, uh, I didn't care. You know, it didn't matter the venue. It's What were my results when I went there? So I'm going to be sad from the hitter's perspective seeing the Coliseum go. But, you know, in today's game, it's tough to compete if you, if you don't have the venue. There's so many state-of-the-art venues out there. I think the Giants have been a thorn in the Oakland A's uh, side as far as hey, you can't build here because that'll take from our fan base. If it's got to go to Vegas, it's got to go to Vegas. I think MLB uh, has a little bit of concern about baseball is different than football. You know, football, you come in for one game, you, you get there Saturday night, you're quarantined, you play the game, you go back home. Baseball is a different animal. You're there for four days at a time. They have the aviators there now, their AAA affiliate that's being successful. But I, I think in the back of their mind, they're thinking, oh, do we want baseball to be in Sin City for four days at a time for the <laughs> visitors coming in? Also, you have the challenge of that ball really flies in Las Vegas. Kind of a Coors Field type situation. So, yeah, do you have to go to a humidor uh, when it comes to the baseball there? So there's a few, uh, a few minor concerns I think Major League Baseball will have to deal with. But the bottom line is dollars. If you build them a, a state-of-the-art stadium, and people come to watch him play, then it's a win-win for everybody. So I think that's the challenge that, that the Bay Area hasn't given them a site or, or somewhere for them to build. Uh, so they, it's an equal footing with, say, the San Francisco Giants have that state-of-the-art new stadium. They're, they packed the house. They put a good product there. They've won World Series. I think you need, Oakland needs to have that fair footing. And if it's Las Vegas, then we got to go to Las Vegas. It's 2023. This is the way the world is now. Big venue, billion-dollar stadium, fans coming out to see. So if, if that's a winning formula, and, and we're about to see if it is, uh, I think it's good for the game. Brett, thanks so much for the time, dude. Would love to have you back on sometime soon. You got it. Thanks for having me. Yep, that was Brett Boone, host of the Brett Boone Podcast. It's an Odyssey original. Yes. Get it on the Odyssey app. Download it today for free. Make sure to follow the Brett Boone podcast on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Adam Epstein. You're listening to The Fan.